Right, well, welcome to the Bully Ricky podcast, and I'm very happy to have Adam Adshead with us today, and he's going to talk about being a town councillor. Uh, you're probably very aware of Adam because he does have his fingers in lots and lots of different pies, but it was particularly um, his expertise in the town council area that I was interested in, because I don't know about you, but I don't know very much about the town council, and so this is an opportunity to find out a little bit more about it. So welcome, Adam. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Um, how long have you been a town councillor? Uh, I was elected in uh, August two two thousand fourteen. Okay, so uh, so far off five years now, about that way. So you said that you, you were elected. How how do you become a town councillor? Um, like any other uh, local authority, they have elections every four years, mm -hmm. um, and occasionally they have vacancies, and they might have a by election. So okay, uh, my predecessor decided that um, she couldn't really devote the time anymore. Um, and she decided, uh, so she decided to give up, uh, which left a vacancy, um, and I decided to stand. It was a long and convoluted process because at the time I was part of the um, Billericay Action Group, um, and we were talking about the local plan, spending a lot of time talking about the local plan. And the idea was that I was just going to stand really to highlight the issue of the local plan mm -hmm. in Billericay. I uh, didn't expect to win at all. Um, Went for the election. I was against uh, two other people, one uh, from the Conservative Party, one from UKIP. Mm -hmm. uh, and I went to the election count in Basildon on the evening and had the most fabulous time because it was actually really interesting seeing how the count process yeah. worked. Um, and after three counts, I won by one vote, <laughs> uh, which was a big surprise. <laughs> uh, and at that point, I then had to try and work out, well, OK, what does the town council do? Mm -hmm. um, so I hadn't really got the clear idea at that point. Uh, but so yes, yeah, so that's that's how I got elected. Um, there are there should be should be elections every four years, um, and then occasionally there are by elections if uh, if enough people want yeah. to stand. So you mentioned about politics there. Um, mm. Is it a political post? No, no, um, and I honestly don't think it should be. There mm -hmm. are um, a few people who are members of one particular party. Uh, most people are effectively independents. Uh -huh. There's very little, in fact, there's nothing that the town council does that really is party political yeah. in any sense. You know, where do the, where do the party politics come in? Hanging baskets or mm -hmm. um, the maintenance of a couple of gardens? Yeah, it's 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 not political stuff. Okay, um, it's all about Billericay and yeah. hopefully what's best for. Okay, now. that kind of brings me on to I suppose the big question. Um, what does the Billericay Town Council actually do? <laughs> when you ask, when you when you hear people complaining, they're always complaining about the council, mm -hmm. um, and this is one of the biggest issues that I think uh, many people have because we've got three councils. Uh, we've got Essex County Council who look after massive projects um, Essex wide, county wide. So they'll do all the highways, they'll do all the libraries, they'll do all the education side of things. Um, then the next tier down is Basildon Borough Council. They mm -hmm. have their own smaller area, uh, and they will deal with all of the, uh, the issues in that area, including things like recycling and, uh, and so on. And then you have the first tier of local government, which is the town council or the parish council, depending yeah. on where you are. Um, within reason, the town council can do what it wants. Okay. Um, if it decides, for example, it wanted to run a bus route, up and down the high street uh, on a circular trip. Uh, if it had the money, raise the money, it could mm -hmm. do so. Uh, but by and large, what the town council focuses on is obviously things that are specific to Billericay and Billericay only, 
um, and they tend to be things that are more to do with the the prettification of the town or yeah. the nice side of the town, things mm-hmm. that make the town a, a better place to be. Um, so in, that will cover things like um, the hanging baskets we have in the high street. Yeah. If the town council didn't do them, we wouldn't have them. Mm-hmm. It covers the uh, the Christmas lights. Yeah. Um, we look after two small gardens, um, one right at the very end of the of the high street, a little triangular area. Yeah. Um, and another one, another one, and uh, so they're they're making those tidy, keeping them uh, nice and uh, clean. Um, and we also look after the maintenance of things like the um, uh, the kids' play areas in Outback uh-huh. Common, uh, on Sun Corner, and mm-hmm. in the um, in Lake Meadows. Okay. So where do you get your money from? The money comes from um, what's called a precept. Um, and this is a charge that is uh, applied to, uh, as part, well, effectively as an add-on to the council tax that, that everybody pays. Mm-hmm. So in Billericay, on average, every household is paying about £22.95, p, I think it is, um, per year. Okay. Um, so for £22.95p a year, all of the things that I've mentioned, those are the things that we okay. uh, that we produce. I yeah. think it's about hundred and sorry, beg your pardon, two hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds. Okay. Uh, that we raise. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. You've got two employees. Mm-hmm. Um, how many councillors are there? For, uh, well, it can be up to twenty councillors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've got nineteen at the moment. Uh, and they represent uh, different wards or different sections of Billericay. Yeah. Um, there's there's the east ward, the west ward, and then uh, the southwest ward. Mm-hmm. And when's the next election? The next election is in May 2020. Okay. Um, the last time we were due to have an election in 2016, uh, but un- unfortunately not enough people were interested enough to stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, it went through as, as effectively an uncontested election. So right. those councillors that were already councillors and wanted to carry on yeah. could do so. Yeah. And one of the things that I see quite often, especially when people are talking about council elections they do seem to have a slight confusion perhaps between what's happening nationally and what's happening locally and people are saying well you know what's 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 the um what's your position on brexit or you know what do you think about this that or the other that's not really the kind of area that you're you're into at all no when i first was standing i was asked by a lady what my position was on on private education and as far as as far as the town council is concerned, it's a complete irrelevance. Mm-hmm. We cannot influence education policy. We cannot influence a lot of these these sort of bigger issues. Yeah. Um, so my personal perspective is that when you are voting or looking at the town council, um, you should vote for people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've come across the individual, if you know the person, um, and you believe they're the sort of people that could represent the town well, they're yeah. the people you should vote for. Brexit, it's an irrelevance. I mean, we're seeing exactly the same thing in the um, Basildon Borough Council elections at the mm-hmm. moment that are, that are going to happen in, on Thursday. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are asking about about Brexit. There's nothing that Basildon really can do. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, it's, yes, it's a, it's a very difficult one. Um, big national issues and how they how they play locally, it's very difficult for people to, yeah. to distinguish between the two. What kind of things can the Town Council help and residents with the areas that we tend to help us say are that, that they're, they're more about making the place making the place better we have um probably the most relevant one um re- relevant committee is our environment committee mm-hmm. the environment committee is responsible for things like 
um, organising litter picks within the town. Yeah. Um, for making sure that our the two parks and the play areas are are kept well well under control and managed well. Mm-hmm. Um, if people have specific problems, we can help put them in touch with the person who can help them. Yeah. Um, it's it's sort of a passing the buck, although it's you know. It's, it's always difficult in those situations, but there are there are times when we have no authority, so we can't do anything. We, all we can do is just pass them on to somebody else, mm-hmm. which might be a borough council, it might be a county council. Yeah, I know. Just looking at the website, and we'll we'll give you the address for the website later. You do have the option of providing grants. Yeah, we have. We set aside a small amount every year, um, which is aimed at helping uh, smaller community focus groups, community or charity groups. That are based in or predominantly operate within uh, the boundary of Billericay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if a group uh, is, is is after a small pot of money to help them, help them um, buy some capital equipment, um, we can we can help out there. They can write in and apply for that for that loan. Uh-huh. And it's loans of up. To, oh, sorry, loans. <laughs> it's it's grants of up to five hundred pounds. Okay, that's that's a reasonable sum to be able to. To do something with. Mm. Uh, you also have a youth council. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, the youth town council is something that um, I think we're really proud of. Uh, it's not, you don't find very many of them around the country. There are a number of uh, councils that have youth town councils, um, and they, to a certain extent, they replicate what the town council does. Um, they are filled with people that go to school, either live or go to school in Billericay, aged between eleven and eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, they go through elections in their schools. Yeah. Um, so the elections are organised. They have to canvass votes. They have to go out and uh, explain to their colleagues what they would like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have a meeting every few weeks um, where they sit around a table. They have a debate. They have a chair. They have a, um, a secretary. And they have to work out what it is they want to do. So, for example, at the moment, they're very keen on seeing a replacement for the uh, the skate park, which unfortunately was okay. vandalised yeah. and had to be taken down. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to work out how they can raise money mm-hmm. uh, to for a replacement. Mm. Um, they they organised uh, a youth talent competition um, at the end oh, okay. of last year, yeah. uh, which was really successful. Uh, they had quite a few groups, quite a few people coming along uh, and and uh, playing instruments, singing, and so on and so forth, which was a great thing for the youth to get involved in. Mm-hmm. But what's what's great about the youth town council is you see these youngsters. They come in at eleven. They're um, full of enthusiasm, and they, they they want to achieve everything. They and they start to learn how to work as a group. Yeah. How to persuade others of their opinion. Mm-hmm. And when they leave at eighteen, you know, they're 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 changed individuals, and it's wonderful to see them progress. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, tell me about what's happening in Chantry Way. <laughs> right. Well, we took on responsibility for the old Chantry Way Centre. Um, a few years ago, and it was run by Basland County Council, Basland Council, uh, and they um, really didn't have enough time to focus on that building. Uh, we took it over. Now, the idea uh, for a long time, the, the council has wanted to have its own premises, um, partly because the town council offices are leased, and we're spending a lot of money on renting offices, mm-hmm. uh, but partly because we want to provide a better service to to the town. So we took on uh, Chantry Way Centre. We ran it for a little while whilst we started putting our plans together. Um, the Chantry Way Centre as itself was 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 past its sell-by date. Uh, the wood, it's a wooden frame building, or was a wooden frame building, which was yeah. gradually becoming more and more rotten. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's nothing more we could do with it. So we took the decision to uh, plan for a new building, yeah. uh, which is where we are at the moment. The old one has now 
being demolished. We've got our plans passed for the new building. We're going through the process of, of finding a company to, to, to build the new one. So the idea is that when we have constructed it, what we'll have is a really good community facility. We'll mm-hmm. have a hall in the centre of town yeah. where uh, local community groups, perhaps schools, or can run shows, can run concerts, um, can have large meetings. We're going to have two or three meeting rooms where um, smaller groups um, can rent that and have their meetings. Plus, we'll have the town council offices as well. Mm-hmm. So the idea is really a big community resource. Yeah. Um, we will try and rent out uh, parts of the building to uh, commercial groups uh, occasionally, so that to bring in some revenue. And yeah. then at a, at a discounted rate, we will bring in. We will allow um the community groups to come in and use it so mm-hmm. we had quite a lot of um a lot of community groups using the uh Chantry way center the uh the memory clinic the mentor awareness yeah. clinic and all these sorts of groups yeah uh, plus a lot of the old uh the other um, groups that have been much more established in town um Morsey wood society and mm-hmm. so on having their meetings so hopefully we'll be able to attract them back again once uh, the building's up and running yeah and when will the building be up and running? I think it's the next question. <laughs> and, then, and there is the difficult question. Um, it's a building project. Uh, we've we've had a couple of delays. Um, it took us a long while to demolish the building because we were delayed by uh, getting the, uh, the, the the electricity disconnected. For some reason, it took an inordinate amount of time. We're now going through the the, 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 the construction process. Certainly sometime next year, we'll be up and running. Mm-hmm. Exactly when that date is at the moment, I don't okay. know. Well, I won't push you on that. <laughs> As I said at the beginning, I, I really didn't know very much about the town council. As a town councillor, what would you like people to know about the council or, or think about it or, or how they could get involved if it's not becoming a councillor themselves? Ideally, I'd like people to become councillors because... Um, it's only it's, it's through that that you can actually influence what the town council does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know you're, you're a councillor. You can come in and decide if you can persuade enough of your colleagues that you want to do X. Then hopefully we can we can find a way of doing that. Yeah. The way you can get involved is taking part in some of the activities that we run. So for example the um, the litter picks that we run every so often. Yeah. Um, they're designed really to um, highlight to people. Um, the need to keep the town tidy, sure. the need to keep the town looking looking good. Yeah. Um, you can take part in the uh, Christmas lights switch on. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have lots of little schools um, and dance and singing groups that take uh, take part in that every year. Yeah. Um, and other than that, getting involved, it's come along to some of the council meetings and see what we do. Okay. Um, one of the best ways of finding out what the council does uh, is to come along to the meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, where are they held? They are held in the town council offices, which is in Crown Yard. You can approach Crown Yard from uh, the little gap that's roughly by Wildwood on the high street. Okay. Um, and the meetings are held in there. We've got three main meetings that occur. Uh, there's the Environment Committee, which I've talked about, which which deals with the with with the environment in Billericay. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Planning Committee. Yep. Um, which deals with uh, all of the planning applications that are relevant to Billericay. Now, the thing to point out at this point is this is where we don't have powers. Um, we are only an advisory authority to mm-hmm. Basildon. Yeah. But the way that we can really become effective is by bringing in local knowledge. Yeah. Um, if someone makes a planning application, we have local knowledge of what that street is like or what mm-hmm. the parking is like or what the impact yeah. of that building could be. Yeah. 
Um, and then the fourth, the third one is the Finance and General Purposes Committee, which is a rather grand name, uh, but it's basically anything to do with the finances or anything that's not covered by the Environment or the uh, Planning Committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for example, Chantry Way um, is, is comes under that, that right. particular group. Right. Um, I suspect that you'll probably say these aren't our responsibility for the next few things that I'll <laughs> mention. Uh, but I think it's it, again, it's important to know, you know, what what the parameters and, the, and yeah. the criteria are that you can get involved with the one that that first comes to my mind since we're talking about buildings um is the cottage at the end of the high street that yeah. once wasn't isn't any longer <laughs> did you have anything to do not you personally but the town council did you have anything to do with that the, the town council that the plans to redevelop elizabeth cottage came to the town council um as, as I say, as a consultee, um, and they looked at them and they made a number of comments, which then went through to Basildon, who then considered them. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it, it comes down to local knowledge. We had yeah. a, one of the things I think, from what I recall, that we picked up on was the fact that there was no parking. So we were trying to highlight uh, the fact that where are the, where are the people who are going to to buy these flats um, going mm-hmm. to park? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we. The, the, the planning committee certainly look at those and they pass on their their views. Yeah. Um, sometimes we can have an impact. Sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. I do remember one that uh, when we were, when they were redeveloping uh, the Rising Sun, I was on the planning committee at that point in time, and I I actually felt fairly strongly about the lack of parking that they were yeah. going to create. Um, so the planning committee put in its its views, but I actually went along um, to the planning meeting in Basildon mm-hmm. uh, and expressed my view yeah um and i they were very receptive as a result they did try and increase the parking okay um, so yeah. yes we can have an impact mm-hmm. not always but okay um the swimming pool yeah anything to do with no um again this is this is something that uh is the responsibility of basildon the really good news that came out quite some time ago was that um regardless of which administration is running basildon both of the main political parties had committed to um, investing a lot of money into the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good thing. Yeah. Um, it's obviously taken a long time to to get it back up and running uh, sure. after the fire. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea why that is. Uh, but both parties have committed to spending, so I think it's a couple of million at least, um, uh, on the on the swimming pool mm-hmm. um, and enhancing and extending it. Okay. Travellers. Anything to do with travellers? Yeah, again, it's that's a um, <laughs> partly a borough issue, mm-hmm. um, but partly a, a legal maze issue. Yeah. Um, so yes, whenever the tra- whenever travellers come in, it goes through to um, Basildon Borough Council as the as the first point of uh, okay. contact. Yeah. Um, and they are the ones that uh, initiate whatever action needs to be taken mm-hmm. um, to, to to hopefully move people on. Okay. Um, with all of the suggestions on the amount of building that's going to take place um, mm. in the Billericay area, is that going to have any impact on the town council? Do you think it certainly will do? There's there's a, for a number of reasons. One is it will actually increase the town council's revenue. Okay. Um, there will be more houses, therefore there'll be more people paying the precept, mm-hmm. um, and therefore there'll be more money coming in. What we choose to do at that point, I have no idea. Okay. Um, but it would it would mean more money to invest in the town, perhaps. Yeah. One of the things actually that I really should have pointed out at the beginning, and I completely forgot, one bit of jargon or one bit of sort of counselese that I need to say, which is that I'm speaking on my behalf. I'm not sure. speaking 
on the behalf of the council. No, no um, that's completely understood. It's a, it's a convoluted process, but the um, the council only has a policy when it has discussed and it has debated it. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I'm here speaking as an individual council. Absolutely fine. Yeah, that, that was really what I was after as much as anything else. Um, that I think that that's, that's given us a fairly sort of like good overall overall view of, of the, the council. At the end of the uh, podcast, I'll give details on how people can get access to information. So that will be uh, details on the website, on the Twitter account and on Facebook. So before we do finally finish, is there anything else that you'd like people to know about the town council? I think the thing that I would like, what would I like most for people to know? I think the thing that I would like most for people to know is that it exists. Um, it comes back to that uh, issue I was talking about earlier about the um, people think of the council. And yeah. It's always about this 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 uh, nefarious little group of, uh, of 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 people that are councillors, but actually there are three separate councillors. Sure. Um, it's thinking about the town council as being people who can hopefully make life in Billericay. Uh, nicer mm-hmm. um, and if you come away with that and that's probably the uh, the main point cool excellent so just to uh wrap up one question that I, I think i want to ask everybody that i'm going to be asking on the podcast what's your favorite thing about Benaricki? <laughs> that's really tough i mean i've lived here effectively since 1996 i think if i had to if i had to be honest i like where Billericay sits in the sense mm-hmm. that it's it's a lovely place to live, um, it's got lovely people in it, but it's also quite central for seeing lots of other places in Essex. Yeah, that's probably a bit of a cop out in the sense of uh, that's okay. Uh, it's it's not the best <laughs> thing about Billericay. One of the things that I've really enjoyed over the past few years is getting much more involved in the in the community life of it. And one of the things that I've really come to appreciate is just how many different and diverse groups there are. Yeah. Um, made up of volunteers that are all aimed at trying to improve um, everything that happens within Billericay. Yeah. Um, and the dedication of so many of those groups, I think, uh, uh, is to be applauded. So I think that's that's one of the things that I really enjoy most, is being part of that. Lovely. That's a very positive note on which to finish. Adam Asher, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. This week's sponsor is Embark on Raw, your local friendly one-stop raw and natural dog and cat food store specializing in raw foods and natural treats stockists of embark on raw natural instinct nutriment paleo ridge benefit natural albion nature's menu skippers and perform plus all the natural treats and remedies your furry friend's heart desires you can find embark on raw at whitebridge farm industrial estate craze hill cm11 2ul which is on the way to wickford just after the Billericay Dew Farm Shop. You can find their website at www.embarkonraw.co.uk and their Facebook page is at facebook.com slash natural raw dog food. The music for this episode is again Retrogramer from Purple Planet Music at purpleplanet.com. <laughs>